Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning to you, Dan. Good morning, Denny Long. How are you, sir? I'm doing quite well. Hope you and the crew and your family at Lloyd's because let's face it, the crew at Lloyd's kind of is your family. <laughs> you see, you see them a lot. <laughs> you know, I I joke. Or my wife jokes about that. As far as being awake, I see them more than I see her for sure. So <laughs> I, it's uh, sure that's, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, when you work closely with somebody for as long as you and I have worked with all the people we work with, they certainly do become part of our family, and that's nice. That's absolutely I think that's the way it, it should is. be. Makes it really nice. Uh, while we're waiting for callers and textures, we're already getting some text messages. If you have any kind of a car care question on your car, truck, van, and you need to bring it in for service at your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, uh, you can uh, send Dan a text or give Dan a call, same number, 651-989-9226, and uh, Dan can uh, maybe give you a little more information before you do bring it in and what may be ailing that uh, that vehicle. Again, 651 651- Nine eight nine I wanted to ask you, and I've been seeing these news stories that you're aware of, too, because you and I talk about the theft of catalytic converters from time to time, which is really epidemic. But I, I think that's pretty neat that the St. Paul Police Department has become so proactive that they're spray painting, <laughs> at least they're offering that, to, uh, to uh, citizens. And uh, evidently that kind of hinders the sale of these things. You've seen that story, right, Dan? I have seen that story, and I'm I'm glad that uh, anybody is doing anything. I think that that's uh, that's awesome, and you know, the, an awful lot of people that are getting their catalytic converters stolen can't afford what it costs to yeah. have them replaced. And of course, the law requires that there be a catalytic converter on there, and the law requires that the vehicle not be that loud. And so they have no choice. They have to uh, cough up the money and, and pay for getting them replaced. And the really sad part, Denny, is that, you know, uh, on some of these converters, maybe the thief is getting a couple hundred dollars for the converter that he's cutting out and stealing. And oftentimes, to put an original equipment catalytic converter back in, a newer car costs a couple thousand dollars. Wow. And so it's really disappointing that, you know, the, the whole transaction is <clears throat> a really bad deal for the car owner. So I'm just glad that they'll, they're doing something to slow it down. And, uh, you know, I think where it really should be stopped is, is at the point of purchase for these, yeah. uh, stolen, converters they just should not be allowed to buy quantities like that from somebody who's clearly stolen them 
No, I totally agree. Let's 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 go to those folks that are buying this stuff. Now, I I didn't see the entire story, but evidently there are, and you can correct me on this. There are catalytic converters that don't have quite the same uh, precious metals in them, or whatever you want to call them, right? Well, that's true. In fact, most of the new cars, uh, you know, the newer cars don't have the uh, oh. the precious metals in them, but it's it's the older vintage and. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what the precious metal are, metals are, but you know some of those metals in the catalytic converter they say are ten times more valuable than gold. So yeah, uh, it's a big deal. <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah, to hear there so. the newer the newer cars coming out that will not have that that type of uh, converter. That's <laughs> and then those folks will think of something else to. Uh, well, th- yeah, and then the the other thing is when. Uh, a catalytic converter has already been stolen. It's unusual for them to steal it twice because, it, especially if we put an aftermarket converter in, which is what we're doing on most of the older cars, the aftermarket converters are not worth as much either. They're not worth the stealing. Let's go to the phones, Dan. I think Tom in Minneapolis has been waiting there to ask you something. Tom, good morning. You're on with Dan. Good morning. Um, Dan, I just bought a 2017. Volkswagen Tiquan. It, it only had 50 miles on it. Um, but my concern is you always talk about cars. The best thing for cars is to be run. Is there any concern I should have about the fact that it's a four-year-old car, uh, but it only has 50 miles on it? <laughs> well, I- four-year-old car. Uh, but it only has 50 miles on it? <laughs> well, uh, you know, that it's been sitting on a dealer's lot for a long time, obviously. And so I think that the, the, uh, the, uh, I hope you got a good deal on it. That's, that would be my first thought, but generally, no, I, I mean, it, it, there's a whole bunch of things about the car that age has to do with, for example, you know, the, the rubber on the tires have been sitting there for four years. The battery is four years old. Uh, all of that sort of stuff is, is going to, is going to be, is going to deteriorate by age, uh, not by mileage. And so, you know, you just have to be aware of those things, but I don't think, uh, that I would be afraid of the fact that it's four years old and uh, only has 50 miles on it. But it also is, you know, when you weigh that against, uh, you know, the fact that it is low mileage, I don't think that it's a benefit that it's only got 50 miles on it and it's a 2017. So when you wash it all out, I would say it's probably a net neutral and uh, it'll be just fine. I'm sure it'll serve you well. And but it's not a great advantage that it's been sitting and not being used. Okay, that's fair. All right, I'll tell you what, Dan. We need to take a quick break here. If you have any kind of a car care question, now's your chance because Dan will take his leave uh, about a half hour from now. So you've got about a thirty-minute chance window to get those car care questions uh, answered. Six five one nine eight nine. 9226. 42 degrees in the Twin Cities. It's uh, coming up to just about 717. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO.
And a good Saturday morning to you, Denny Long, here along with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive uh, on St. Paul, in St. Paul on Grand Avenue. Exactly where on Grand are you guys located, Dan? Well, Denny, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria, kind of right in the heart of Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or uh, give us a call, 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll get that number to you before Dan takes his leave, which is going to be close to 745 or so this morning. So if you have any kind of a car issue, truck or van, call it in or text it in. Before it gets too late, 651-989-9226 is both the phone number and the text number. Speaking of phones, Dan, uh, Curtis, I believe, is waiting there in Arlington to ask you a question. Thank you, Curtis. What's your question? Yeah, I have a 2010 Toyota RAV4, and uh, I have actually two issues. One, when I turn into, like, a driveway to the, if I'm on the right side, going into the left side, it, it has, like, a clunk that happens in the rear of the car. Is that, like, shocks or something? It, cert- it certainly could be. There's, there's shocks back there. There's the, the shocks mounts to, mount to, and then there's also a sway bar back there. And that sway bar, those sway bar links get loose quite often, and uh, they will make a clunking noise uh, when, you, when you're turning and going over a bump. Okay. Thank you, Curtis. That line is open if you want to chat with Dan, 651-989-9226. A texter wanted to know when uh, at Lloyd's Automotive, when you do an oil change, do you put oil in the filter before you replace it or not? We do not. Uh, there are some people that are concerned about that, and they think that if you put a little bit of oil in the filter first, that it kind of primes the filter and the vehicle runs less time without lubrication but to be honest with you the the when you shut the vehicle off all of the internal components are still coated with oil um, and so you can safely start it up like that and the truth of the matter is uh, even if you put some oil in the oil filter because of the way the valves and all that are in the oil filter, the oil filter is not completely saturated with oil anyway. And uh, so it, it, the oil filter still has to fill up with pressure in order for it to be completely full. Um, and then uh, lastly, if you watch the, if when you do start the car, if you watch the oil pressure, the oil pressure comes back like almost instantly, very, very quickly. So it's, it's uh, you know, if it makes you feel better, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's great, but uh, but it's not necessary. Not necessary. Well, and right. Denny, you know, yeah. if, if you notice, if you notice like on your car where it's just a paper filter, you know, and we, we take a, a, the cover off and put a new, a, a, a new uh, uh, paper, well, I call it a paper filter, but it's right. actually a, a fibrous filter. But right. you put you put the new filter in; it's, it would be absolutely impossible to That's fill true. that with uh, with filter or with uh, with oil. So that makes on a lot sense. of cars nowadays, it's not possible anyway. Speaking of that, I, I noticed, and you mentioned that with with this uh, this type of a th- oil oil filter, is that more common, or does that depend on the manufacturer? I'm thinking of 
of these canister-type filters that seem to be so prevalent, uh, maybe it's just the manufacturer, or is, 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 that, is that changing? It's good. It's, no, it's becoming, I would say, more and more common all the time. <laughs> you know, back in the old days, Denny, when I started in this business, there was about six oil filter numbers that <laughs> uh, covered every single car on the road, and now there's 100. And I don't know why why you need that many, why it needs to be different, but that's true with filters, it's true with fluids, it's full with, or it's true with everything. Everything is different and requires tons more inventory for us, and uh, it's just the way the world has gone. Marketing, yes. Yeah. Uh, Tell you what, before we grab a forecast, let's uh, get back to the phone. Sarah is calling from Hutch, I believe, this morning. Sarah, what's your question for Dan Burns? Hi, Dan. Um, we have a 2011 Ford Explorer, and um, kind of without warning, we'll hear like four knocks coming from the front end, um, and then our heat will take over, and we lose total control of our um, pressure, like our, our uh, touch system, our panel, and the heat will be locked on until we turn off the car. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's winter or summer, whenever it is. Um, we've had the actuator replaced um, a couple of times, hoping that would do the trick. And this winter, um, we notice that it's now, or conveniently, there's a second issue where the defrost will only uh, clear the front windshield. It won't clear um, the side windows anymore. And it's always when the heat is stuck on. Uh, so there's something wrong with, uh, uh, you know, in in the the you know the computer technology part of the car, and I'm not sure if that's in the module itself on the dash or if it's in. And and actually, I'm not even sure what components are involved in that particular car. But uh, you know, there's the module that you're actually touching, and then there's a HVAC computer somewhere in the system and then there's a whole bunch of <clears throat> sensors and inputs inputs and outputs that can send the whole system into a default mode which is what it seems like it's doing to me and what we would do is we would hook it up to our computers and and get the information out of it about what's going on when this is happening and uh maybe even get it to happen and we can then we can freeze the information and have the information there and and see if somewhere uh, if somewhere in the system it's uh something's causing it to go into that mode and i would tell you that most commonly when a system like that goes into lockup it has to do with the computer itself uh oftentimes there's something wrong in the computer system itself and and that's what causes that kind of of uh, situation. So, anyway, I think you're gonna need to bring that in and, and get some help on that if you've already brought it in, in of uh, situation. So, anyway, I think you're gonna need to bring that in and, and get some help on that if you've already brought it in, and they're not getting to it. Then I guess my recommendation would be try a different source and see if somebody can help you. Get a different pair of eyes. All right. Uh, Dan, we're going to take a quick break here. Reminder uh, that Dan will take his leave in about 12, 13 minutes or so. So we'll pick up on your phone calls and text messages on CCO's Car Care Show here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, as usual, we have callers, we have texters, and we have limited time, as usual. Uh, let's get back to the phones. I think Hillary is calling in from Springfield this morning. Hillary, what's your question for uh, Dan? Okay, we're kind of out of the cold weather right now. But when a car does not start, we immediately blame the battery. Now, why don't we consider the normal draw? Different automobiles and trucks, I imagine, when they are parked, the draw is different. So it's probably from two to three amps. And we know, or do you, can you tell, or would you say that a draw of five amps is too much when the truck or vehicle is parked? Yes. The, uh, the, Normal reading on a vehicle is less th- is less than uh, ten milliamps, which is very very low. Uh, two to three amps would be way too high. That would be uh, if we had two or three amps on. That would be like all of the interior lights were on, or something like that. So uh, if you have a if you have a draw of even one amp. Uh, that's much too high, and and uh, we would have to uh, do some research and find out where that uh, draw is coming from because that's much too high. Okay. Here's a text that says this, Dan, a 2007 Dodge Ram wants to stall when coming to a stop, but only when the gas tank has just been filled. Texter says, I've changed transmission filters, gas cap, EGR valve, clean TBI. Do you have any ideas? Well, I haven't heard that, <clears throat> but uh, I would think that it might have something to do with the evaporative system, Denny, where, where you've heard it, people ask this question when after, you know, when I'm, after I fill my car with gas, I have it trouble starting it like it's flooded. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if something like that is happening on your vehicle where when it's full of, of gas like that, that there fuel that it's, uh, uh, Something is bleeding into the uh, intake system, and and when the you're coming to a stop, it's too much fuel for the vehicle to handle, and it stalls. Hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm wondering if something like that is happening. But there's a whole bunch of different chat lines uh, on the internet that handle problems, and sometimes if you just type in what you're experiencing, maybe you'll find somebody that's seen something like that, and they would have an idea what's going on for you. Okay. Let's see if we got time here for a text or two. Uh, here's a 2014 Ford Escape. The heater turns on by itself when I start the car. What may be causing this? Well, that's what we had a call earlier today about yeah. that, where the, something in the computer module is uh, going awry. And so I think maybe if you brought it into a shop, they could get into that uh, HVAC computer and see if there's any uh, fault codes that are stored in there and, and get the information out of it and uh, see if that if that information helps with what's causing that to happen. See if you can get a quick answer here. Uh, it's a uh, 2009 Kia Optima. Engine light is on again after having the funnel neck cleaned and a new cap put on. They say that with a smoke test, it showed there's a small leak at the top of the fuel tank due to rust. They quoted me $1,900 for a new fuel tank and fuel pump. Is that reasonable, is the question. 
Well, I don't know much about prices, as you know, Danny, but that doesn't surprise me. That could very well be uh, how much it costs. That might be normal. It, it's certainly easy to get another estimate on that, and I guess that's what I would, would recommend uh, that you do, and that if you do have a leak in your gas tank due to rust, that certainly will cause your check engine light to come on. So to me, the the whole story sounds like it's legitimate. Uh, the one thing you might want to do is get another estimate and see if that uh, price is reasonable. All right. Well, if folks want to get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's, how do we do that? Well, you can give us a call as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or come on over. That's even best. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. Absolutely. Great uh, shopping as well while you're waiting. Good deal. All right, Dan, have a good week. Well, let's do this next week as well. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. You bet. Thank you. Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell straight ahead here on Newstalk 830. This is WCCO.